you are now about to experience the revive effect. I'm your host, Matt Celestio, and if you want to learn to master your mind, get the body you want, and create the life you've always wanted to live, you are in the right place. At Revive, my mission is to create a better way of living for our generation by challenging the current ways we live every day. And in each episode, I bring you a radically different approach to fat loss, a fresh perspective on life, and a new way of living to help you get to where you truly want to be in life. So kick back and let's jump into it. Welcome to The Revive Effect. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Revive Effect podcast. I'm your host, Matt Celestio. Thank you again for tuning in. As always, do we have a heater of an episode lined up for you? We got a special guest, Mahib Mansuri. He's been on the podcast before. He's a good friend of mine, serial entrepreneur, and one of the most bright-minded people that I am lucky to call a close friend. So, Mahib, thanks for coming on the show, man. Dude, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for your kind words. Uh, no, we're excited to dive in today because... Uh, We've actually, because we're on the topic of environment, and we're here in our new condo in Toronto. We're in a new environment as well, and we've noticed a big shift, again, in our personal energies as well as our business energies and life energies, and it's what really inspired this podcast today. Wouldn't you agree? The environment. Oh, yeah, dude. Like The changes in your environment, they, they make a massive impact on your life, the way you do things, your habits. So many things are impacted, right? And that's part of this conversation. Yes, I'm excited. And okay, to give you beautiful listeners a little taste of what we're going to dive into today, we got three specific topics that we're going to dive into. And the first one is being why you don't need more tactics, game plans, or specific goals to win. You need better environments. That's a huge one. Uh, The second we're going to dive into is overcoming toxic relationships and negative people within your environment. I know we've all struggled with this. I've had clients literally two... Not even an hour or a half before this call talking about this environment issue that they have. So I know you'll resonate with this. And the third, last, but definitely not least, is how to stop wasting time on useless distractions and start taking needle-moving actions for your health. I think we got such great conversation coming up. And again, we're just going to get so deep into it. So put your distractions away. Get your notepad out. Or if you're in the car, just be mindful of this. And let's get going. We're in the day and age now, Mahib, where I know you've experienced this firsthand too. It's, you know, here's your 18-step roadmap. Here's your step-by-step to get here. Here's set these smart goals, all of these tactics that are designed to help us achieve our goals, make money while we sleep, get the dream body. Now, I want to hear your perspective. Do you think this is the right way to do things or is there a better way to do it? I believe there's a better way to do it. You know, I've personally experienced this firsthand where I get caught up in this game plan and these strategies and that tactic and another shiny object like, oh, you know what, you should do this outreach method or you should do this strategy or do that. And what often happens is we become overwhelmed. You know what I mean? You have so many different moving parts where you can't really actually focus on one thing. And really what it is, is you want simplicity. And that's what I believe in. If you have the simplicity, it's much easier to move that needle. It's much easier to move forward, to track your progress. And then it also comes back to your mind, you know, when you have all these different moving components and some don't move, some do, some you feel are going in the right direction, some you feel aren't, there's an emotional overwhelm. You feel that uh, and it impacts the way you talk to yourself negative self-talk might start it's it's the sprout to a bunch of different things and simplicity is key 
Yeah, no, totally. And the thing I really like that you touched on there, and now it's kind of jogging my my brain, is so often we're really focused on the physical environment. We have a lot of moving pieces in the physical environment, but we need to check in with our mental environment as well because there's a lot of moving factors in there that is going to affect the physical environment, and it's like a feedback loop as well, right? So to really hone in on one specific thing you want to do and really simplify and get good at one thing, I think that's where you really do move the needle. And so often I'm going to take it through the lens of health because that's the field I'm in. When somebody's trying to lose weight or somebody's trying to beat their anxiety, they're thinking, oh, I need to add in 10 minutes of yoga a day. Oh, I need to do breathing exercises. Oh, I need to do X, Y, Z. Pause for a second. Where can you actually remove? Because so often dealing with things is not about adding things into your environment, mentally or physically. It's about removing and simplifying and kind of almost detoxifying so you're able to have a clean slate to move forward with whatever it is you're looking after you know what i'm saying exactly dude and to add to what you're saying uh, i experienced this as well where somebody created a whole workout plan diet plan and all of this um you know overwhelming stuff for somebody who's trying to lose weight but here's the thing losing weight itself is a hard task especially for somebody who's trying to do it by adding all of these things in you're just complicating the whole process to track macros for somebody who's never done it before to you know do 15 different exercises during a workout that's going to take more than two hours five days a week it's just not feasible it's too much it's overwhelming and so that's what i really like about what you said you know you want it to be simple it needs to be easily actionable. It needs to be something that you can incorporate in your life. And your environment is going to support you in doing that. Mm, I like that you said incorporate it into your life because that's a huge thing we do here at Revive as well is we're not trying to... Every time you get a workout plan or a health plan, a meal plan, whatever it is, everybody's trying to build their life around it because they're so comprehensive. They're so complex. It's so much work. But you have to remember these are real people. How can you build health into your life how can you make it work for yes. you and again that's your environment 100 percent. you shouldn't have to jump through hoops calculating how many calories are in your meal you should be focusing on what foods can you keep in your home that make you feel full that make you feel energized and that don't make you feel bloated right that's huge so again that's really just honing in on those specific tactics that can really move the needle right exactly and one thing that's really really important about what you said matt is making it fit into your lifestyle not making your lifestyle fit around it or whatever plan it is that you're working on because here's the thing our habits are so engraved in our minds in our bodies it's like like think about brushing your teeth in the morning there's a very specific sequence of things that you do and you do the same exact thing every single day and brushing your teeth is just one example for example you know you get your toothbrush a lot of people wet it before they put the toothpaste on and you put the toothpaste on then you wet it again then you start brushing I don't know what happens next I think everybody has their own thing but the whole point is that everybody has these very deep habits built into them and when you're trying to incorporate things you can't have your whole life move around and shift to accommodate for this you should be able to find ways to fit it in and shift as little as possible to make it work and i think that's what we call least resistance oh yes and we're gonna have to dive deep in on this passive path of least resistance and i want to touch on the toothbrush example that you said so often we have these deeply embedded habits within ourselves that you know, maybe putting in all these different tactics, all these different game plans and all these like 18 step goals isn't the right thing to do. Maybe it's about sim- or, uh, streamlining the process, accelerating the process to make it as easy and doable as possible for you. So 
I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you your advice specifically. If somebody is really struggling with just trying to sleep better, let's say they're trying to sleep better. This is a huge problem everybody faces. Oh yeah. And everybody, oh, I need melatonin pills. Oh, I need to do deep breathing. I need to do X, Y, Z. All this stuff. How can somebody listening simplify the process and their environment around sleeping better? The number one thing that you need to start with is not being carried away by so many different tactics or strategies. Melatonin, breathing, this, no blue, like no red blue light and all this other nonsense. Keep it simple. Try a couple different things, right? And see what works for you. Um, and, and then another thing is you want to I put it into your routine seamlessly. You know, some, some of you people might have a skincare routine that you incorporate at night. And maybe that blue light is something that's affecting you because you've tried it and it's helped you sleep a little bit better, whatever. Hey, maybe at your skincare routine when you're doing that, you know, that's your last time you're going to see your phone and you leave your phone outside your room and then you go to bed. You know, so it's about having these little points in your day or in your routines where you can just add on, make it simple because it's already happening. Boom, just a little add on and done. You know what I mean? Mm, and that's it literally stems from building health into your lifestyle. Exactly. Okay, so tell me about a time where you maybe got so tunnel visioned within all these things you needed to do, all the, or all these things you believe you needed to do to achieve X, Y, Z. What was it like and how did you overcome that? Okay, so 2020, uh, I got into reading books, okay? I'm heavily into business books. I'm heavily into productivity, into setting habits, environment. This whole list goes on, okay? And I'm a marketer at heart, so this is what I do. 2020, I'm like, I want to skyrocket this. I want to build this. I want to do that. And I'm reading all of these books. You know, I'm reading Atomic Habits. I'm reading, like, just, just count with every self-help book you think of. I've probably looked at it or read something from it, okay? I'm not trying to flex, but what I'm saying is because I was taking in so much different content from so many different authors with so many different views, I was trying to put all these different things into my life without realizing that I'm just overwhelming myself and slowing my progress down. Because what's happening is, oh, I gotta do this breathing thing. Oh, I gotta do this type of workout. Oh, if I'm not doing this, then you know I feel bad at the end of the day because I feel like I wasn't productive. You know, Now I've set all these unrealistic expectations for myself. So it not only messed up my physical environment, it hurt my mental environment. And with all of this stuff, it continues to snowball. And this is a mistake that I made. I kept going, I kept going, I kept going. I had a close friend tell me, hey dude, listen, slow down. You don't need any of this. You don't need like this really intense morning routine. You don't need this intense this or this crazy that. Keep it simple, right? Find a couple things that flow with you, that work with you, that resonate with you, that work right into your lifestyle and the type of person you are. Because some people are morning people, some people are night people, some people work best in the afternoon. You never know. Your strengths are your strengths, right? And I didn't really take this in. I should have taken it with a grain of salt. I keep going, I keep going, I keep going, I burn out. And I'm like, crap, nothing's actually moving. The needle's not actually moving. I'm doing this breathing, I'm doing that thinking and feeling like I'm being productive. It's kind of like today, you know, I was like, man, I wish, I think I want to just go get some skincare because it makes me feel like I'm doing something. Sometimes a lot of these things come up, they're overwhelming, it's too much, but it just makes you feel like you're doing something. It makes you feel like you're moving the needle. This is when you step back and you're like, okay, wait, what do I actually need to get done? What's actually important to me? What's actually important to my health when we're looking at Revive? Mm -hmm. And now you lose the tunnel vision because You've been through this process, 
You're stepping back from it. You're not just attacking, attacking, attacking blindly. And this is something that I mentioned before, right? You step back, you look at it, you assess, okay, what's actually excess? And you'll notice almost 80% of the stuff is probably just jumble. You don't need that. It's really the 20% that's getting you the results. And this is, you'll hear this rule all the time, the 80-20 rule, whatnot. People will talk about it and put it into all different contexts. But it's the 20% that's moving the needle. Drop everything else. Why are you complicating your life? Why are you making it harder for yourself? Why are you taking an emotional toll? You don't need to do any of these things. Wake up, do your work, do your thing, have fun, be happy, go to bed. Why are you complicating the stuff that you don't necessarily want to do? It's just making you feel good in that moment. It gives you that dopamine boost. You feel great. And what? That's it? That's shallow. You need to focus on what's actually moving the needle because those are real things. And when you move real things, you'll even feel a lot better. And it won't just be that you know short-term dopamine. It'll continue to snowball in terms of motivation, in terms of um, productivity, in terms of the way you're viewing it. Because that's what happens with success. It starts to snowball. The little wins, they add up, get bigger and bigger and bigger. But you can't have the false reality that all these little tactics and all these little strategies are going to help you. Just find what works for you. Keep it simple and go. Run with it. Yo, I love that. And I'm going to add on it too because our guy Jordan Peterson, he <laughs> talks he talks about this, clean, like clean up your plate. Yeah. And so often we're so overwhelmed and wondering why nothing's working, why we're doing you know 50% in everything in life, not actually 100%. It's because our plate's not clean. And I want to tell a story uh, in terms of health because it showed the contrast between two people who found one found success and one didn't. And the one that found success was doing significantly less work. So uh, we were sitting at lunch uh, at the table. I'm listening to this girl talk about her new health journey. You know, I'm doing bone broth. I'm doing, uh, I can't even name how many things, but she, she, the list kept going. She goes, I'm seeing a naturopath, blah, 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 which is all great. Sure. And she goes, I'm still struggling. I'm still struggling. I'm still struggling. And I'm just listening to her. And at that very moment, she finishes her spiel of, her spiel of anxiety ridden, I'm not moving the needle. I'm not getting healthier. I'm not, I have all these different things I'm doing. I'm still getting nowhere. One of the guys that used to work at our company walked in. She goes, oh my gosh, his name is Gino. Gino, you lost so much weight. You look fantastic. What have you been doing? He goes, only thing, stopped eating after seven. That was it. And to your point, like he cleaned up his plate, but he only made sure what was on his plate was doable. It was actionable and you could stay consistent with it. And he got real good at it. He's looking fantastic. And then you have this other person, again, throwing everything at the wall, seeing what sticks, see when nothing's sticking. So close-minded, so tunnel-visioned. And again, their environment's not clean. Their plate's not clean. It's filled with all the mumbo-jumbo we see on Instagram, we see on Twitter, we see on YouTube. So it's a matter of cleaning up that plate. Really good point. Now, this makes me think of one thing. There's a lot of people that struggle with this. So what would you say is one really good tip or is your best tip to clean up that plate, to identify these things? Mm. the best i do this with my clients all the time we just did it in our live better program it's the, the first week second week no second week is the environment and just keep a time diary every day of the things you do it's such a simple and almost it seems so stupid to just keep track of what you're doing all day but when you look at the end of the day how much time you spent on instagram how much time you spent on netflix you go oh my i just lost four hours today doing these things and i'm being generous with that number because did you know the average Canadian watches 24 hours of TV per week. That's a part-time job. That's a part-time job. <laughs> and that's just TV. 
What would you do if you had 24 extra hours in your day? Would you go to the gym? Would you cook a healthy meal instead of buying something horrible? Would you stay in and get some sleep instead of staying out with your friends? If you had 24 extra hour or 24 extra hours in your week, you need to keep track of the things that are not moving the needle, wasting your time, and that you're filling with distraction that so you can really get that plate clean and work on what you need to work on. Exactly, man. And so for all you people that are listening, in simplicity, what Matt is saying is you need to be aware of what's going on in your life at every moment in your life. Sometimes we get distracted. Sometimes we're doing something. We don't notice we're doing it. It's kind of like the screen time example, scrolling on Instagram or watching Netflix. You're scrolling, you're scrolling, you're scrolling, and you don't realize how much time you've actually spent on it. A week later, sometimes, you know, you go through your um, your screen time, like, holy crap, I, how did I spend this many, you know, six hours in a day on, on Instagram? But it happens to the best of us. So awareness is the key to win over here. Mm, and I want to add to that too, the awareness is great because, and I, it's a point you made earlier too, we fill our day with things that we think are helping us. Oh, we're on Instagram because we're learning. We want to learn something on Reels. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm watching this thing on Netflix because it shows great inspiration. Stop trying to validate your bad decisions within your environments because those are the things that could be actually weighing you down. Would you agree on that? Hell yeah. It's a no-brainer because a lot of the times what we do is we, we just want to make ourselves feel better. And it might be a subconscious thing. I don't know where it comes from. I, I haven't thought about it that deep. But... We just want to make ourselves feel better. So like I'm often on Twitter, right? I have a, I'm trying to build a platform over there. And so sometimes I'll notice myself scrolling, scrolling, scrolling and taking on all of the stimuli, all this stuff from all different sorts of areas and all different niches on Twitter. And it's been time. I spent like 40 minutes. I'm like, holy crap. I spent 40 minutes on this, you know? And so, yeah, like it starts with awareness and you, you have to be honest with yourself because honesty is one of the biggest things. It's a relationship you have with yourself and the relationship you have with yourself is the most important relationship you will have in your life. So you can't be lying to yourself. You can't be giving yourself a false perception. Say it as it is, right? Sometimes you might have to take it with a grain of salt. It might not be the thing that you want to hear. If you spent, you know, six hours on Instagram, you felt like crap after and you know you just you spent six hours on instagram it sucks you could have done some other things that you really wanted to do tell yourself that hey yeah i spent six hours on instagram i shouldn't have done it but next time when i get caught in the loop or when i notice it this is what i'm gonna do and here one of our friends sean he actually gave us this example and it's the seed that's planted then it's watered and then it it, it grows into a plant blooms you know this might be the seed that's being planted now, next time you're on Instagram or whatnot, you might you might realize this podcast or this very moment thinking, oh, yeah, wait, am I just scrolling mindlessly? What am I doing? That's the watering. And now you're aware of it. And then it's going to grow. And then you'll be able to really rid of that habit because it starts with awareness. Yes. Yeah, totally. Okay, so now we've really set the stage. We've understood that, you know, more tactics are the solution. More distractions are the solution clean up your plate but these are these are the overarching things we've spoken about so on the topic of environment today what would your advice be to somebody listening right now saying i agree with everything you guys are saying i need to set up my environment to win for success for me personally what should i do that's a really really good question and here's the thing i can't answer this for everybody but what i can do is give you a framework right what it comes down to is valuing what's important to you What's, in, what's important to your current reality, that could be family, that could be your job, your career, um, goals in business, health, lifestyle, food, whatever it is, 
But when you're trying to build these habits, build this life and whatnot, once you've established your values and what you actually care about, you have to understand you're going to have to cut some things out because you'll never find a balance between all of these things. Sometimes you have to sacrifice one thing to get more of another thing. You have to sacrifice bad eating or unhealthy foods for healthy foods. There's going to be some sort of switch that happens. It's going to be, you know, instead of sleeping in, so getting 10 hours of sleep, you're going to get eight hours of sleep. Something gets added and something gets subtracted. You have to be okay with this and you have to be okay with letting certain things go. And so you start with this, understand what what you value and then be aware of your current habits, all the things that you're currently doing. Do they align with your values or do they not? Right? Because if they don't align, well, okay, that's a red flag. Put a star on that. The whole part, the whole point is to clean it up to make things simpler. If you're someone who can't sleep through the night, if you're someone who struggles with constant anxiety, you have a lot of stress in your life, I want you to listen up to this. We've been asking our clients and our audience and our listeners, what are the biggest things that they struggle with? And across the board, a lot of them said anxiety, stress, and sleep. So we've heard you loud and clear, you beautiful listeners, our beautiful clients, and now it's time to give back to you. So as a thank you for listening to this, I'm giving away a free science-backed ebook called 11 Ways to Zen Out, and it's designed to help you reduce your stress, beat your anxiety, and start sleeping better. And inside the book, you're going to get 11 easy science-backed practices designed to help you feel less anxious and more level-headed going to stop feeling overstimulated and you're going to start feeling calmer and in control and lastly and most importantly it's designed to help you start sleeping better and wake up feeling refreshed now again these are simple practices that you can add into your day starting right now so click that link in the show notes wherever you are listening to this too head on over to our website pop your email into that list and just let me know where i can send this ebook to you again it's 100 free Nothing's for sale, no credit cards. It's just me giving back to you because I want you to feel more calm, in control, less stress, and I want you to start sleeping better. So again, click that link and enjoy. Okay, amazing. So we just talked about cleaning up the plate, getting things simplified. Now let's dive into this notion of the toxic people we're surrounding ourselves with, our toxic and negative environments. And we just spoke about habits. So now we're gonna touch on how the people and the negative people, the negative self-talk, all those other things, in our environment get inflicted onto us and we adopt those as habits. So can you just kind of break down for us what exactly you like we mean by this? Yeah, I mean, there's a very popular saying, you've probably heard of this before, but you're the product of the five people that are closest to you, okay? This can be a really good thing or it can be a really bad thing because you can have people in your life that are holding you back without even realizing. Or you can have people in your life that are pushing you forward significantly, kicking you on the butt to get forward. And there's there's only two ways it can go. So you're the product of the five people around you and it takes awareness. Doesn't mean all the people are bad. You know, Somebody might be living a life that's good for them and they're happy with it and you love them. But it might not be in line or aligned with the life that you envision and the life that you want. You matter, they matter. But it doesn't mean you have to cut them out or whatnot. It means you have to change your environment in a positive way that works for you. That could mean setting healthy boundaries. Okay, so let's let's talk about that healthy boundaries because I know so many of us, we have... The people listening right now are thinking of that toxic friend. They're thinking of that toxic co-worker. They're thinking of that person. (laughs) person. Or the environment even. And 
setting healthy boundaries again because sometimes we can't remove ourselves from it which is one of the better solutions that you can have let's say somebody is struggling with friends who'd like to go out drink party eat bad foods every friday saturday night and they feel that they have to go to these things every single weekend and they wake up the next day they feel like garbage they don't get to their workout they don't get to all the productive things they wanted to do this person wants to set healthy boundaries what would you say to them okay number one uh, this is going to backtrack a little bit, but the word toxic is not a bad word. I think there's a strong negative, you know, view of this word, meaning toxic is really bad. Toxic means very bad person, this and that. Toxic doesn't mean that person is bad. It just means they're not aligned with what you're doing or what you want to do or what you believe in. It could be right for them, but it could be wrong for you. So we'll start with that. And then the other thing is, okay, you're going out, your friends are going out, they're having a good time, they're, they're having a wonderful time, they're waking up, they're tired and whatnot, but they don't got anything to do in their days. And then they go out and repeat that, or maybe they're, they do that Friday, Saturday, and then you know Monday to Friday they're working or whatnot. But maybe you have different things that you envision. Maybe you want to work out on your Saturday mornings instead of sleeping in because you're hungover. Um, it could be whatever it is. Whatever makes you feel good is what you want to do or it's aligned with your goals. The thing is, you're going to have to set healthy boundaries with these people that are going out because these people are going to tempt you to go out. Even if you're consciously saying, yeah, yeah, I won't, sometimes here and there you might, and then you might feel regret after you do that thing. Healthy boundaries doesn't mean you cut out people completely, and it doesn't mean you stay with them completely. It means you find the right imbalance that works for you. What I mean by that is you might have to set a time limit. This is something Jay Shetty said. Meaning some people you have to keep in your life. They're wonderful people. My boy Matt over here. But let's say he had something that didn't align with me. What I would do is I'd be like, okay, how can I limit my exposure to Matt in a healthy way so that we can still maintain our relationship, but it doesn't impact me in a negative way? No, I mean, I couldn't agree with you more on that. And one thing I really want to add on there is the fact that like the time limit is huge. But I also want people to realize you don't need your friends to do everything you want to do in your life. You don't need your family to do everything you want to do in your life. What are the activities that you like to do and identify? Does your, does your mom really need to be there? Does your best friend really need to be there? For me, I've personally struggled with friends who like to go out. They like to drink. They like to party. Nothing wrong with that. We're in our mid-20s. That's totally socially acceptable. However, I like to get to the gym, 5.30 a.m. Do I need my friends there to work out with me? Heck no. I go to wherever we're going out for the night. I leave at a reasonable hour, get my sleep, let them enjoy their night. Again, I still set the time limit, healthy boundary, and I still got what I need to get done the next day without them. Exactly. You nailed it. That's exactly what you're supposed to do, and that's a prime example of how you can do it. It doesn't mean you just avoid your friends, ignore them, and all this other stuff, because then, in a way, I mean you're not doing the right thing for the other side of the relationship as well. You know, that person's still a good person. They don't have bad intentions or wrong intentions for you. You can love them all you want, but you have to do you. And this is doing you in a healthy way that maintains the relationship. You're still there for your buddies, but you're there for you and you value most importantly. Mm. And that's why you're there 5.30 a.m. in the gym. That's it. Okay, so let's let's get a little more personal right now. <laughs> I want you to tell us about a time where you have been, I guess, I wouldn't say negative situation, but it, an environment where it lowered your energy, it dampened your motivation, and have you ever removed yourself from it, and how were you outside of that into the new environment? This is a really good question. I can think of a couple of different situations. Um, 
some a little too personal. So I'm going <laughs> to stick with this one example that I think is really helpful for everybody listening as well. Um, if you know me, uh, you know that I'm working on some really big goals and I'm putting together a lot of great things. And for me, work is just work, but my projects and my goals are the next level. Which I, and those are the things that I really want to achieve. To do these things, I can't just work normal hours or I, I can't just put in you know, the normal amount of effort and whatnot and just get by with the rest of my day or my weekend or anything. It requires me to go above and beyond. It requires me to, to push the limits, to push the walls, to you know, create a fire within me that allows me to get to the next level. There's people in my life and you know, like some friends and whatnot, and they don't have that same vision, right? They might not be working on a side hustle. They might not have a own business. They might not have the goals uh, in alignment that I do. Perfectly fine. But sometimes, let's say I got to work on something and they're trying to go out, be like, yo, dude, it's okay. You don't have to do that. Just do it another day. Do it another time, right? It's fine. They're not saying it with a wrong or bad intention, which is very important but it doesn't align with me and what it's doing is it's distracting me from my focus if i never got that text message i would have never had the doubts or the thoughts in my mind to stop and put it away and this completely impacts your whole trajectory am i going to stay on this route or am i going to let that impact me you see how that changes everything Mm, yes but the one thing i did that stood out for me was the fact, again, like they, they, or you said, your friends didn't do this out of a malicious intent, a coercive intent. Rather, they're just living their lives the way they know how to live their lives. And they're almost imparting their decisions onto you. Like they, when you say, I want to go to the gym, you need someone in your environment to say, go to the gym. Exactly. I respect, I'm going to encourage you to go to the gym instead of, ah, it's going to be traffic. Don't worry about it. Ah, it's going to snow. Don't worry about it. Think about how those people are seriously going to affect where you're going to end up in life, not what you're doing, where you're going to end up. Exactly. And, and one thing that's really important over here is that they're not bad people. I think one of the biggest things that I've learned is everybody is on their own mission. Everybody has been through their own experiences. Everybody is their own person with their own values and their own goals. They want to be where they want to be and you want to be where you want to be. So at the end of it, you let go of it and just keep going. Keep doing you and move forward. Keep going. Let go. Keep going. Let go. Keep going. Let go. Little things, let them slide. Let them slide. Let them slide. Avoid the energy as much as you can. Avoid the exposure as much as you can. But then let it go. Don't hold on to it. That's not a bad person. There's no bad intent. There's nothing that like, just let it go. Keep doing you. Mm, I like I like the no intent thing. And there's a book called The Four Agreements. And one of the agreements of the book to wait like a way of living your life is be impeccable with your word, because you may never know whether you're saying something with bad intent, a toxic intent, a positive intent, how it's going to affect somebody. So like your friends who, again, who weren't manipulative, they were just literally living their lives. They weren't being impeccable with their word. They don't know that maybe what they're saying is bringing you down. They might not know. Exactly. So I want to touch on the people who are thinking right now. There's people who love me in my life. There's people who I care about and who care about me. But they might not know that their words are hurting me. They might not know that their words are bringing me down or making me feel worse about myself physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever it is. How can somebody navigate those words being inflicted on them from their environment that makes them feel worse about themselves? Yeah, this is a little bit, it's kind of tricky. It depends on who you're communicating with, who's your friend, is it a parent, is it a sibling, is it a friend, I I don't know, whatever it might be. The only thing is that it requires 
awareness. If that person is truly in your life to support you, to support your growth, they're a true friend, they just love you, they care about you, they want you to have a good time, whatnot, achieve your goals, it's all pure. It's all pure-hearted stuff. There's nothing malicious about it. If you have a good, healthy conversation about it, then they'll try to help you out. They're not. If you tell them, hey, listen, dude, I know you're going out every weekend or you know, you, you have all these events lined up and whatnot, but I can't be doing that because it doesn't make me feel good the, the next morning. I want to go to the gym and I have some things to work on or I want to make sure my sleep schedule is great because I got some important things that I like to do and my sleep schedule gets messed up. It takes me a couple days to get back. I don't feel that great about it. Next time when you go out, can you actually just tell me way earlier in the week that like, hey, look, we're doing this. Are you going to be working or no? Or like, are you do you want to go work out in the morning instead or do you want to do this? Just have open communication with me and don't pressure me into those things that I, you know that I don't want to do because now you're aware of these things. And I guarantee you that if this person actually cares about you, which the, if it's a genuine friend or parent or whatever they do, they're going to take that into consideration the next time they tell you whatever it is that you know affected you in whatever way, in a, in a negative way. All about communication. It starts with awareness. Communicate. You make them aware now because first you were aware. Now you make them aware and now the work starts. If you don't communicate, you're not going to get anything in this life. You have to communicate healthily, and that's what's going to bring you to success within a relationship, with external relationships, and with yourself. Yes, I agree, man. I do agree. I want to ask you a follow-up because I've seen... I've been invited into friend groups or for a night out, and I've seen... Sometimes most friend groups have one person that they kind of give a hard time to. They always take majority of the jokes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And I've seen this firsthand, uh, whether it's through negative words, people just making fun of them. Sure, they're not, like, it's not blatant bullying, but they're just like the punching bag of the group. And sometimes people might feel that they are one of the punching bags of the group themselves. Now, I've seen them paralyzed in fear to make a change, to speak up about the cool things they're doing, out of the fear of judgment, out of the fear of ridicule that they're going to get. Right? Whether that's a health journey, whether that's um, a hobby they're starting, whether that's just the new them that they're working towards. How, how would you personally handle a friend group that is giving you that negativity, that is giving you that, like, making fun of you? Number one, if they're making fun of you like that, there's something going on. There's something wrong. Because as a friend, I believe like they should be supporting you. Jokes here and there are fine. We all, you know, do this and roast and whatnot. You can call it slicing and dicing. I don't know. But everybody has fun. But if it gets to the point where, okay, you see that you're specifically being targeted for very specific jokes for a long period of time. It's not like just some little inside joke here and there. It's something that's really actually hitting you. It's something that's hurting you inside. That's affecting your emotional well-being. That's actually impacting the decisions that you're making. Right? This is not just a little joke here and there. This is something that's affecting your life. When you notice this, the number one reaction might be like, you know, insecurity, feeling bad about yourself and whatnot. But instead, what you should be doing is communicating this in a way like, hey, dude, like, you know what? Like, it's, it's just it's not even that funny anymore or whatever. You might be the only friend group. They might laugh that off. They might, you know. Uh, ha 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 like you know, you know you just and they just hit hit you again with the same thing and, and maybe make it hurt even more you know at this point what you've done is you've made them aware like hey dude like it's not even funny like i don't even know what you're joking about you know you're being serious you're trying to have a healthy conversation and this can be outside of that one moment where they're all kind of joking and I, whatever they're doing to you and you put them onto the side conversation another day phone call whatever and if they just kind of like take it lightly they don't 
take it seriously, then there's clearly something wrong on the other end, right? The One of the biggest things to understand about communication is you have to do your part and the other person also has to do their part. It takes two. It takes two people to work together to win. If you're working together and you're openly communicating, you're aware of this, you're telling them, look, this is wrong, this doesn't feel right, I'm trying to do this and you're telling me this, this doesn't align with me, can you help me with this or can you do this for me? Can you change your, you know, the attitude that you're taking on me? Like, it's not right. And if they don't do anything about it, <laughs> it's on them. If they do something about it, wonderful, amazing, you found yourself uh, to starting a solution to this. But where it gets difficult is when they don't do anything about it. Because now you're questioning your relationship with them. You're questioning, man, do I even confront these people? Do I even hang out with these people? You try start to go with extremes, but then again, these might be people you love or that do love you. They just maybe not understanding it. They just don't comprehend it. They just, I don't know. Who knows? Nobody knows. But the one thing that you can do is let go of it. One of the reasons why these things hit us so hard is because we're holding on to it deep inside. It might be an insecurity. It might be something that's bothering us deep inside our minds, you know? The biggest thing is to let go of that energy. You know, you feel it. You get it. (laughs) You laugh with it. Laugh it off. Let it go. Let it go. Clear your energy. Don't let these things hold you back. Don't let these things make you think of yourself as, you know, less worthy. Don't let these things slow you down. Don't let these things think that make you think that you won't be able to achieve these goals or that you're not good enough because everybody's talking smack about you or doing this about you you're they're picking you for a reason maybe they're jealous <laughs> who knows but the whole point is that you let it go and you go on with your life i said this earlier things happen people are on their own journeys people are doing their own things people are having their own learnings everything happens with time and everybody's clocks are different they might not learn something maybe you've already learned it maybe they've learned something that you haven't learned yet let it go, keep going. Let it go, keep going. Huge. Yeah, huge. It's, it does stem from a lot of awareness, though. So to have your head wrapped around that in that situation, again, it's good in theory, but it's really just staying emotionally centered and grounded when you are feeling insecure, when you are feeling triggered in those spaces. And I really want to touch on what you said about how those those words and negativity they inflict your belief system and then that affects your actions and your motivation and your drive. How many programs out there are actually looking at the root cause for your lack of motivation, your root cause for your uh, your reason for not showing up to the gym, not showing up to eating a healthy meal. Yeah, add this, add this, macros, calories, get in the gym, but they not they don't know that you're really not motivated because your friend group is making you feel like you are almost worthless almost like you can't you can't do it how if you were to just solve that root problem how much more motivated would you be how much more consistent would you be how much more deliberate with your actions would you be and confident in your actions as well that's the other thing right really 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 important point that matt just said how much more confident would you be you know the whole thing is that you have to ask yourself why you know once you're aware of it okay this friend group something's happening okay why then you reach another point and then you got to ask why again and you reach another point you're going deeper you ask why again and you go even deeper and you'll start to uncover the root cause now there's a book start with why i'm not sure if you've read it but this kind of ties into that it it's not in a sense of with negative relationships but it's in the the context of you know figuring out your purpose. Why, 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 why? You dig deeper and you're unraveling these layers to understand what's really going on behind the scenes. 
And when you do understand that, you can make significant changes in your life with the motivation and with whatever else you produce with these learnings or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and it also makes it easier to navigate those negative environments because now you're so self-assured that you're almost unfazed in that sense. Yeah. Like, ah, don't go to the gym. You don't need to, man. And go, ah, actually, no, I'm going to go to the gym and there's nothing you're going to do about it. But thank you for your opinion. I have a question on that. So positive reinforcement becomes difficult. It's challenging. And sometimes, you know, you have these people around you that are slowing you down. So how, how do you or what's a tip that you have that helps you um, put and incorporate positive reinforcement into your life, into your daily actions? You mean positive reinforcement in the sense of almost adopting a new habit is what you're saying? Honestly, that and telling yourself, reaffirming to yourself, yes, I'm going to still do this, even though that person said this or that. Mm -hmm. I'm still going to be me, even though this and that. I'm still going to do me, even though this person is, you know, saying, let's do this instead. Yes, I love this question and I have the best answer. Um so often in my life i've always felt guilty for a lot of the decisions i've made my friends have made me feel guilty my family has made me feel guilty um one of the big things is i'm i'm vegan of course every all people listening know that but i have been ridiculed for it i've been made fun of for it and let's say we're all out at a restaurant how many people at my family or my friends would say just screw it tonight just screw it tonight eat eat the meat i don't want what are you doing you're not making a difference blah 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 at that very moment, I have two options. One, eat the meat. Number two, stick with who I am, who what I stand for, and everything I advocate for. So to connect back to who I want to be, my values about what I stand for as well, again, it's animal cruelty, again, it's health, again, it's so many things. Remembering that in that moment is enough for me to stand firm on my ground and say, no, I'm not going to do that. If that's your opinion, but it's not going to shake me. I'm going to order the vegan option, the plant-based option. So really understanding what you value. I sounds so simple, but once you understand what that is, you're able to now take actions in alignment with that, in alignment with the person you aspire to be, rather than being derailed by everybody else in your environment, whether that's even on social, whether that's your family, whether that's your friends. Get rooted in what you want, what you stand for, and that is going to be enough positive reinforcement that you need to take the actions that will benefit you in the best way possible. That's an incredible answer. It's actionable. It's very easy to do. One thing that I will, that I really want to mention in this is you're not going to be able to do this right away and it's okay. You might be able to, and if so, wonderful. But if not, that's okay. The biggest thing I think we've, you know, gone through in this whole, you know, you know, healthy, this healthy, that do this strong mindset, this and that, they make you think that you're just going to be able to do it in one shot. But Matt, it probably took you time to achieve that, right? It, you had to go through that thing multiple times to feel it inside and like, okay, what am I going to do? Okay, then you do it. It takes strength to do such a thing. And positive reinforcement, you know, it takes time to build up the confidence in yourself and in your own beliefs to get to there. So it's okay if you don't, you know, reinforce yourself the first time. Try it again the second time. Try it again the third time. One of the biggest things that I've learned... You got to take that L to get the W, right? You're going to take L's. Take your L's, take them, let it go, learn, move forward, win. Simple. Keep your life simple. Don't beat yourself up. Keep going, keep going, keep going. And that's one of the biggest things I've learned in the past couple months. And one piece of advice I want to add on to that, because you said multiple times, multiple iterations of getting it. Don't feel guilty when a night that you expected to control in your favor goes awry. 
be gentle with yourself through that process because if you start beating yourself up at that moment and feel guilty for what you should have done, you are just as bad as the people that are inflicting that pain in your environment, inflicting that negativity and self-doubt on you in your environment. So really just, I want you to reflect on everything that went wrong, where you had control, where you don't have control and how you can show up differently next time and be gentle with yourself through that process. It can make a world of a difference. Hell yeah, because I've been through this personally. You know, I set a whole schedule up. I'm like, okay, I want to wake up at this time, morning routine, this and that. Super simple for me. But then if it doesn't go the way I want it to go, I start feeling bad, lose the confidence, feel like the day is off. Hey, ground yourself, chill out, relax. I'm still the man. I'm still the guy. I'm still killing it. And I will still do what I want to do. And I'm going to be happy with it. Every day is just a little bit forward. Even an L is you moving forward because you're getting a learning out of it. That's it. We all go through it. So if somebody's experiencing this, if you're experiencing this, if you know a friend that's experiencing something like this, it's all good. We all go through it. It's part of the process. And that's why you have to trust the process. As tough as it may be, it does. Maktub, it will always. It's written. That's it's what written. it's all about. It's written. Mm. man this has been such an amazing episode thank you so much for tuning in and showing up where can our listeners find you if they want to connect with you after the show hit me up on twitter that's where i'm most active um it's at underscore muhib m that's underscore m u h i b m and hit my website up that's mavenetic.com i'm gonna link both of those in the show notes for everybody listening so you can uh, just wherever you're listening check that out check out muhib and again man Thank you for coming on the show. Appreciate you, Matt. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad you stuck around to the end. And I'm so grateful that you took the opportunity and your time to spend it here with me at The Revive Effect. So if you like what you heard today, please, I ask that you share this podcast with somebody who needs to hear the information. Or even if you did like it, please subscribe. Give us a like. Give us a comment. Even email us and tell us what you liked about the podcast. We appreciate you so much for tuning in. And if you like what you heard today, again... Don't be afraid to visit our website, R-V-I-V-E official, reviveofficial.ca to learn more and keep up with all the latest and greatest things that we are doing today. If you are someone who is feeling insecure, they're unhappy, unhealthy, and stuck in fear, I've created the Revive Effect and my company Revive in order to transform you into somebody who is the fitter, healthier, happier you, who is more confident than they've ever been in their entire lives, and who is driven and hungry for growth every day and actually wakes up energized and happy. So give a look over to our website because that's where you're going to find all the latest and greatest information and tools and resources in order for you to attain that and make that vision of yours a reality. So I'm Matt Celestio. Thank you again for tuning in. We'll see you in a couple weeks here on the Revive Effect podcast.